0: All right. So uh, welcome, everybody, to our NBA talk with Keith and I. So uh, first things first before we dive into the whole NBA talk. So let's recap NBA All-Star Weekend and what your thoughts were.
1: So, um, you know, it's it, it's it's interesting. This is something that has been talked about with the dunk contest for a while. And, um, you know, I, I'm starting to think that this should definitely become implemented in the dunk contest, which is the lowering the amount of attempts that a player gets. Um, you know, whenever they miss a dunk because, you know, I I can sit there and, you know, for example, Dennis Smith Jr. in his first round, I can sit there and watch Dennis Smith Jr. miss the same dunk five times and then he eventually gets it and still gets a nine uh, from the judges. Like it just, you know, to me, you know, you need, I I think they need to lower it to probably like two misses at the max. Um, As far as the three-point contest was concerned, I did not even know who Joe Harris was. Um, but it's really cool that he won. Really cool that he got to beat Steph Curry by one point. That was, you know, both of them going off the entire contest was really cool. And then the skills challenge, um, Jason Tatum winning on a on a half-court heave was cool. And, um, you know, it looked like Trey Young was really trying to beat everybody the whole time. So, um, that was interesting, and then the you know the All Star game is what it is. It's a three point barrage, you know, with some cool alley oops thrown in there, and um, you know Giannis went off, and KD went off, and it, it was it was. I, overall, I enjoyed All Star weekend. I thought it was pretty entertaining.
0: It was, especially the Rising right Stars game. I really liked how Kyle Kuzma played the MVP of that game. I really liked this year's Skills Challenge and three point contest and a dunk contest, especially the All. Olive- and my favorite part it was when he dunked over Shaq and Shaq looked nervous.
1: Yeah, that was that was an incredible dunk over, over Shaquille O'Neal. Um, you know, really didn't really didn't know what to expect um when that happened. Um I, I don't really like how the how they complain about um, you know, when they when they're dunking over really large people like that about how they'll maybe put their hand over, you know, on their shoulder for a little bit of elevation. I mean, wouldn't you Shaq is like seven foot four. Like I, I would probably do the same exact thing if I was Diallo, but um, you know, still a really, really incredible dog.
0: It sure was. And with that being said, I mean, now that we've talked about what our favorite parts were in the, in the all-star weekend. So let's talk about before we preview the, before we preview the Lakers and Rockets game. Um, let's talk about some goals for the Lakers in the upcoming uh, second half of the season. For me, I have three goals uh free throw shooting, perimeter defense, and effective shooting the ball from the outside, especially shooting three pointers
1: yeah, those are goals that really need to that that really really need to be met and you know it came out today that LeBron is now locked in in playoff mode you know much earlier than he should be um you know it, it's just it's important to be able to you know, to be able to fix their, their, their flaws because, um, you know, and that, that Hawks game really should be a major eye opener for them. Um, you know, they shoot, they're, they're, Listen, they don't have a whole ton of great three-point shooting all across the board. Um, Obviously, bringing in Reggie Bullock and Mike Muscala is going to be able to help that out. But, you know, overall, they don't have a lot of great three-point shooting. And now you're starting to see LeBron take more threes. You know, ever since he came off of the groin injury, he's, you know, 41% of his shots are from the perimeter, are from the three-point line, so... Um, you know they 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 need to knock down more threes. The free throw shooting is incredibly important, but the defense ha- is just atrocious. And I know young teams aren't great at defense, but they you know they have trouble communicating switches. Um, you know they're they're uh, they're, they're um you know their their uh, fast break defense can be really really lazy sometimes. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that. Um, you know, some of the guys that are in there just don't really bring that dog and that hustle, um, you know, and, and they need to fix it and they need to fix it quick because it's not getting any better in their division. The Kings are, you know, it's not getting any better in their, in their conference. The Kings are still above them getting better. Um, you know, they, they, you know, they still have teams like the Spurs and, and the Jazz and uh, the Clippers above them at the current moment. If they want to continue to try to rise up in the standings, so it's 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 now or never for the Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Absolutely. But before we continue on with our NBA talk, um, I saw I, I had the game on mute when Duke was playing North Carolina, and uh, I don't know if you saw this. Zion Williamson, the potential number one pick in the 2019 NBA draft, he had he suffered a mild knee sprain, but. I don't think it's
1: that serious. No, I don't think it really means much. Um and and that's kind of why I don't really take this uh this due loss um really I, I I don't really put a whole lot of weight into it. Um just because you know uh, listen, I I don't think it makes I don't think it makes RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish look look too great, but it also doesn't really make um unc look that strong because they were able to go out there and beat duke without their best player so you know to me it it just seems like you know it's one of those things where you're like okay well what would have what would this game have been like with zion in it and i think it would have been completely different yeah
0: he looked hurt in that game but i do think that zion williamson will still make an impact in this national title run for Duke. And I do believe that whenever the brackets come out, we'll write out who will play who in the uh, national title game when the Mark Madness bracket comes out and all that. But if the bracket were to be released, I, I would, I would want to see Duke play against Villanova.
1: Oh, me too. I, I think that Duke is going to, you know, with, with this roster and the way it's constructed, I don't see why Duke... Uh, can't be in the national title game at the end of this uh, coming year. I think they are uh, about as, uh, about as good of a team as it gets athletically.
0: Yeah. Cause uh, when it comes to college basketball for me, like obviously when it comes to college football, I'm a huge Alabama football fan. And when it's college basketball, I'm a huge Duke, I'm a huge Duke fan. And I love coach K.
1: Yeah. Coach K is one of the best uh, to ever do it. And, you know, um he i i think that this is probably one of the most athletically gifted teams that i've seen him have especially when it comes to these freshmen. so i i cannot wait for march madness it's always one of my favorites
0: yeah absolutely march madness is definitely fun it just win and you're in and uh i mean I think Duke is – I think Duke's going to be – I think Duke's a great basketball team, and I think Duke's known for basketball, not for football.
1: Oh, yeah. No, they are 100% a basketball school, no, no doubt in my mind. And um, e- even the emergence of Daniel so Jones I, I mean, is not, not going like to
0: Duke change. Because it it, it does not change it whatsoever. I know that J.J. Redick played for Duke. And I think out of those Duke players, I think Brandon Ingram's gonna be a player that I do believe that's gonna be a face of the Lakers franchise with Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball.
1: He has the ability to turn into that. Um, you know, you see the length. Uh he he can shoot, he can put the ball on the floor. Um I think he needs to I, I think he needs to improve his defense and he just needs to bring more hustle on a day in and day out basis and be more consistent because there's minutes where, you know, he can have a a six, seven, eight minute stretch of looking like the next KD. And then he can have a six, seven, eight minute stretch of just, you know, lazy sloppy play. And, you know, you, uh, you know, I I thought that this was going to be the year where Brandon Ingram was going to pop, you know, nine points a game, his rookie year, 16 last year. And, um, you know, I don't know whether to blame this on him or blame it on the player yeah. development. I mean, that, give it time. He hasn't been able to take guy, that next really step. To
0: bulk up some arm, arm length.
1: Yeah, I, I have not, I have not given up on on Brandon Ingram by any stretch of the imagination. But I, I do certainly think that, um, you know, from from what I. You know, from what I oh, understand absolutely. about him, that he and probably should be further Lakers, along than he game, is. Um,
0: heading into this game tomorrow, the Lakers. I mean, here's the thing: they, the Rockets, have had their number all year, and I think the Lakers got to find some revenge on 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 against my favorite player in the NBA and uh, James Harden for sure.
1: Yeah, they got to find a way to go out there and, and, you know, just give the Lakers a tough fight. Um, Josh Hart and Mike Muscala are are probable for this game. Um, Lonzo Ball obviously did not practice. We understand that. But, um, you know, it's, it's playoff mode now. This is this is where you start to lock in and, you know, you got to come out and, and really play with intensity and aggressiveness against the Houston Rockets, you may not win the game, but you can't get it – you can't go out there and blow out – you know, get blown out. you got to show them, you know, and and show the – and show the Lakers fan base that, you know, it's it's time to go. Like, we're locked in and we're ready to play and we can compete. So, um, it's going to start with this game tonight. uh, Tomorrow. Tonight, excuse me. It's going to start up with this game coming up against the Houston Rockets. Um, I – uh yes, tomorrow. I expect Harden to, you know, do what he does. He's going to have success from the perimeter. Um, you know, Chris Paul is is going to, you know, facilitate the ball the way that he does. The way that they play that perimeter defense closing out on three-point shots yeah, is going to be it's incredibly huge because is sure. a Houston team that yeah, relies yeah, the on the deep point. ball.
0: Um, another, a question of the day in our NBA segments are, do you think the Lakers have a late push in them to make the playoffs?
1: I think they do, um and, and the reason why I think they do is simply because of you know who their leader is. you know you cannot doubt uh Lebron James. I mean this man took a team last year in the Cleveland Cavaliers that had probably one of the worst rosters I have ever seen assembled on the LeBron James team. And and took them to the NBA finals. I mean, I know now. Listen, I understand that it's a different conference. You know, it's the East versus the West. And I'm not saying that I, I expect them to get to the NBA finals, but it's LeBron James. I mean, you cannot count out the best player in the you know the best yeah player my in mom's the world to to, to you know now, provide so she, his team with that would playoff. You agree spark.
0: with what you and I say about LeBron James? Because LeBron, although I'm not that huge of a fan of LeBron, I think. Uh, I think LeBron – I could respect the way he plays the game. He plays it the right way, but I just don't – I just don't like his personality sometimes on the court. No, I can
1: understand that. I mean, he – at this point in his career, because of the amount of minutes that he's logged, um, you know, he doesn't always play incredibly hard on defense. He picks his spots. Um, You know, when he – he has to kind of have the ball in his hands on offense at all times, because when he's playing off the ball, he kind of just, you know, looks lethargic. He gets a little bit lazy. He doesn't move off the ball. Well, um, and you know, now he's starting to get into a habit of, of shooting more from the perimeter. Like I mentioned, 41% of his shots have been three since he's come back from his groin injury. So, um, you know i i think now that he's in playoff mode we'll start to see a more engaged lebron we'll start to see a more um intense lebron and i certainly think that's going to help them be able to make a playoff push now whether they go deep into the playoffs is completely up for debate i don't yeah, think they absolutely. will make it past so the first round said, uh, but i certainly think I'm gonna that they I'm going to tell
0: you my final in. my final draft of the east and west standings so i'll start with the west so for my final for my final predictions of what the western conference standings will look like uh i have gold state number one denver number two okc number three number four will be uh houston number five will be portland number six will be san antonio number seven will be uh utah and number eight lakers
1: Okay. Mine is uh mine is fairly similar. Um, number one, obviously the Warriors. Um, I have the Thunder, uh, getting into the second seed. Um, Denver at three, the Rockets at four, uh, the Trailblazers at five. I have yeah, the Jazz the at I six, six eight the Spurs at the seven and the Lakers at, the at eight.
0: The, the Kings are going to, are going to collapse. And I think the Lakers, I think this is the year that they're going to return to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think they will get back to the playoffs as far as the uh the Kings and the Lakers are concerned. The Kings are a good team, but they're so young and I you know I think that, you know, young teams down the stretch, you know, typically just they they just hit a wall and get gassed. And as far as the Clippers are concerned, I I, I don't really know why they're playing well. Um, if anything, if I'm the Los Angeles Clippers, I would want to not play well because of all of the draft picks that we've assembled and the fact that you get all these young players. Now maybe you're attracting a Kawhi Leonard. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you that I think they're yeah. going to fall so off I think and, the Lakers um, play the that LeBron the is going to find round. a way to sneak although, in
0: there. From a Lakers fan perspective, although I, I'm very hopeful that they could find a way to upset this star-powered Warriors team, but realistically it's not going to happen. I see the Lakers returning the playoffs, but at the same time, I think they're going to get swept by Golden State.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be relatively close. I think they're going to end up getting one off the court um, in that series. But, I mean, the the fact that they are able to – um you know make it to the playoffs yeah, is, is when, certainly when comes, playoffs fantastic comes, then with then I'm, I'm you know the situation that they're in right now
0: one when, the, when I have the Lakers making it all the way to the NBA finals and the other would be the realistic bracket. That's what I mean because uh I am gonna have two separate brackets yeah, when the Lakers yeah, make there it we the go. playoffs
1: there's a good one.
0: Because I want to see it from a Lakers fan perspective. Yeah
1: me, I like that actually also, That's pretty funny
0: realistically and what's going to happen realistically because I'm a lifelong Lakers fan. And I've been, waiting yeah, I, so uh, I can
1: understand that one. To
0: see my Lakers get back into the playoffs, and without the Lakers, when they, since they haven't made the playoffs since I was a junior in high school, they've missed the playoffs since I started college. And I would, I would ask for nothing more for this Lakers team to return to the playoffs, And it would make, it would make me so happy and I would, and my my patience is starting to run out.
1: Yeah, no, and I can totally understand why. And now that you have LeBron here, um, you know it's 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 completely essential that they make it to the playoffs and they continue to you know build into a championship team. And it starts now. Obviously, they're probably not going to compete for a championship this year, but you know just to show. The uh, the impending free agents coming up that you know we have a team here that can make the playoffs. You can eventually. My Lakers are going to be a championship championship. team. I do. Uh, I think is essential that
0: that that the that their uh, rise to being a championship team is almost certain and all that. But uh, I've been so impatient before the Lakers got LeBron. I didn't want LeBron in a Laker uniform at first because I was feeling like that we should get another star to the mix. I know Magic is attracting the big names on free agency, but I mean, I've been so impatient the last five to six years that the Lakers have not made the playoffs. And I really want to see that this Laker team get back, return, make it return to the playoffs for the first time since the 2012, 2013 season. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It has been a really, really long time. And I I'm used to having, uh, obviously, um, you know early on in in our life when we were younger, I'm used
0: to having the Lakers be a mainstay
1: um, in the playoffs. Yeah, so I would, I think it, it would be happen, really nice to see think, the purple and gold get back.
0: I Goals for the Lakers when it comes to tomorrow, they gotta play better defensively on the perimeter. They gotta shoot threes effectively, and they gotta work on their free throws effectively.
1: Yeah, they absolutely do. All three things are incredibly essential because those are, you know, the, those are what playoff teams do uh, in this league. Now, the, again, like I said, they're never going to be a great uh, perimeter shooting team. But I mean, if you can get a clip somewhere around 32 to 30, anywhere between 32 to 35% as a team um, from the perimeter, then you're doing something right uh, with, with the, you know, with the makeup that they have on that roster. And, um, you know, I, I like the, I like Kuzma's ability to shoot threes. I think he has the ability to do that. Um, you know, you bring in Muscala and Bullock for that specific reason, you got to start giving them the minutes to be able to do it. Um, you know, and then if I'm LeBron James, you know, knock down your threes, but also pick your spots. Let's not overshoot threes, you know, still be able to, you know, drive you um, know, now, drive well, to the rim and give that threat of a, a low post presence.
0: Standings are for the, for the Eastern conference. So, I have number one. Uh, number one will still be Toronto. Number two will be uh, Philadelphia. Number three will be Milwaukee. Number four will be Boston with Indiana number five. Number six will be the Brooklyn Nets. Number seven will be the Charlotte Hornets. And the eighth spot, I know it's going to come down between Detroit and Miami. I'm going to say Miami's going to make it so that Dwayne Wade could could play in the playoffs for one last time.
1: Okay. Wow. And that would be that would be so cool. Um my standings are a, a little bit different than yours. Um so I have the Bucks as the 1 seed, uh the Raptors as the 2 seed and I I flip-flop between those heavily. You know, I don't really think of them as a 1 and 2 seed. I think of them as a 1 and a 1A. Um, Because I don't really find one team to be particularly better than the other. Obviously, the Raptors have better depth. But as far as, you know, as far as what star can carry them further, I think Yan. I trust Giannis a little bit more than Kawhi. Um, Number three, I have the 76ers. Um, Four is the Celtics. Five is the Pacers. Six is the Nets. Um, I think the Pistons will find a way to make
0: it into playoffs Do you think Miami the playoffs as the 7th seed we'll and then get it in the seed, the, playoffs team, so that the
1: Charlotte the Hornets. To play
0: in postseason basketball for the last time in his career.
1: As much as I love Dwayne Wade, I think, um, final, I think they're going to end up the
0: missing the playoffs by a game or two. Whoever Miami plays in their last game of the regular season.
1: Yeah, I think that's gonna be honestly, that's gonna be a, an emotional one for me because we, you know, I grew up watching Dwayne Wade, and you know, it's always it, it's always uncom, you know, sad for me to watch players that I grew up with, you know, start to leave. You know, I was I was sad when Kobe played his final game, and um, you know, I'm gonna be sad when uh, Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade played their final games this year. You know, it's like watching your childhood walk away. So. Um, you know, that's going to be an emotional one. And, um, you know, I, I hope Dwayne Wade makes the playoffs the thing about for the, his the, sake. Is but realistically, he, I think they're going to end up missing by about a game or two. I do
0: think that next year will be his last year playing for the Dallas Mavericks.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I know uh, I know for a fact he's going to retire he either. Next year. I think you know, next year will he's he's going to end up retiring and, uh, sometime within the next with two I agree with what years, you said so. about
0: you being emotional about Dwayne Wade's final game. For me as a lifelong Lakers fan, I've been a Kobe fan all my life. And I watched Kobe when I was five years old. And when I watched Kobe play in his final NBA game two years ago when he made his 60-point performance, that kind of made me emotional, made me want to cry. But at the same time, it's just sad to see Kobe go. And since his since his retirement, the Lakers have not been the same exact team as as when Kobe was on the team.
1: No, they haven't, and you know it's uh it, it's really a shame that they've fallen so far, um, you know, from where they were with Kobe. But you know, at the same time, they're they're eventually they're going to get on the right. Yeah, track. I, I know they're sure. on the right so, track toward uh, toward winning so a that championship that
0: again. My final NBA thought is. I'm excited for the second half of the NBA season, and I'm ready to see the Lakers blast throughout the second half and, and fight all these odds with them having the toughest schedule in the NBA Yeah, toughest I'm ready. schedule in the league down the stretch, and I do believe that they could really prove people wrong. I do believe that they're going to prove me wrong this this second half of the season.
1: Yeah, my final NBA thought is that I think the Lakers will make a playoff push. Um, You know, you cannot doubt LeBron, the best player in the league, to be able to do something like that. Um, You know, I think that they need to come together, camaraderie wise, in order to be able to do that. The morale needs to pick up, and you know, they need to be able to to you know put all of that, the all of the uh, you know the problems that they had prior to the absolutely. So before we leave, focus up on on getting to the playoffs right now.
0: We will be jumping to the uh, National League East and talk about the Washington Nationals and Atlanta Braves 2019 seasons and what's in store for them. And then next week on our all 32 NFL uh, offseason show, um, we now did we did our favorite teams and then we jumped to your division and we did part of the uh, AFC East we're going to jump into the AFC North and we're going to talk about the Ravens and Steelers next week, which I think will be pretty decent conversations that we'll have next week when we talk about the Ravens and Steelers and for the NBA one, we'll talk about how the Lakers are, how, which game the, we'll talk about Lakers game recaps against the Rockets and the Pelicans and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. And when they play the Pelicans again, whatever we, we do a, whenever we do our next episode, if we'll do a preview or a recap,
1: Should be Absolutely, should be a so. good uh, a good should be a good I'll good talk to you next week. couple so of ac- episodes next week for
0: next week's uh, game plan show.